You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There's so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the Prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's RX hey girl, hey, for Purpose. To another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I am super excited because we're back in our bag in our mailbag okay um it was either that little jingle or i was going to blues clues here's the mail that never fails whatever floats your boat just know that we're in the mailbag okay um and today we're talking about the importance of community particularly we are talking about the importance of having a church home and this question has two parts Um, because we were talking about this in the society, somebody had dropped this question and then another good sis came back, followed up with another comment. And so I'm going to share those and then we're going to get into it. So she asks, what should you consider when finding a good church home? How necessary is it to have a church home? Um, though one might feel, uh, that they aren't really convicted to have one. And then somebody followed up and said, that's a good question. I've become so comfortable with watching online. When I go to church, I struggle to pay attention with my one-year-old. I end up in the back of the church watching on TV when I could have just did that at home. I also find myself struggling to receive my pastor's message. It's been this way since 2019. I found an old journal entry recently of God, uh, of me asking God for guidance about leaving my church home. Looking forward to the response. Okay, good sisters, together, y'all, y'all, okay? Um, this is a very layered conversation, and I feel like it is such a necessary conversation. So many of us have become bedside Baptists since the panorama, okay? Um, and I'm going to take this kind of piece by piece with first answering the question of how important it is to have a church home. Many of us have experienced um, church hurt. And because of that, we have been disconnected from a body of believers. In addition, the panini made it just very easy for us to experience so many different worship, um, experiences and sermons at our fingertips. And so it's important first to know that God is not bound by a building, right? We have to be very careful of like man-made doctrines that are not rooted in God's word um, and all of that. There's a lot of nuance to having a church home. Despite that, 
God still made community. Like it got like community is still good. <laughs> like community is still good. There isn't um, a, a scripture says that like without a church home, you go to hell. It, it does not. It doesn't. But what I will say is that if you study through scripture, there's a lot of benefit listed. Like you should have a church home because you're missing out on the the fruit of community when you do not have one. Right. It'll serve you well to have a church home because it's going to accelerate your growth spiritually and communally when you are in a place and planted in a church home that is positioned for you to be equipped and for you to be edified. Right. That's what, that's what the church is for. And so in an age where anyone can hop online um, and say that they, somebody pastor, Okay, we are living in the wild, wild west of church. <laughs> like, people out here getting robbed on live streams, coming to find out it's a scam. He a scam. Like, there's just a lot of foolery happening. And this isn't anything outside of what the Bible tells us is going to happen, right? So we have to be very, very careful. And we know that community and relationship is really required for us to have a level of success in our journey. Like, yeah, you can have community online, right? Like we are a part of several online communities, but there's something different, right? Like there is something different about having this tangible place to go to, right? There, like there, it's it's so different. The body of Christ is more than just virtual prayers and podcasts and all of that. It it is something different when I can hold your hand and pray with you in person. And so you can post all the things right and and be isolated from community. And because you have no accountability, you really are not thriving behind closed doors. So you post in every day, a scripture, the verse of the day, but the only thing that you're accountable to is your flesh. And because nobody sees you week to week and you're not in community, a lot of times you are isolating yourself and the enemy is devouring you behind closed doors and nobody knows because online you blessed and highly favored you taking you're curating this experience and so we have to be very careful it's very careful or it's very easy rather for you to find yourself where you are so deep in sin because you are, nobody's up close enough to you to be like, girl, what's up with you? Something off. Let's talk. Right? You you have to really want a place where somebody can, can check in with you. And the Bible speaks about us not forsaking the assembly of believers um, in Hebrews 10 and 25. It also speaks about us bearing each other's burdens in Galatians 6 and 2. And in Ecclesiastes 4, that's the scripture that talks about two being better than one. 
right? Even in Genesis, God speaks about like the first thing that he says that isn't good is for man to be alone. And he said it about Adam in the scripture, but it also applies to us. And this doesn't have to be in romantic relationship. It's not good for man to be alone does not only mean like you because you married, you're not married. It's not good for you to be alone. Like for me, I'm a wife and I also have a community of other wives who love God that I need to be able to, to go talk to. So even in our situations, you can be in a marital relationship and still have areas where you need community because my husband has no idea what it is to be a wife because he's a husband. (laughs) So we need community. Like isolation is a ploy of the enemy to get you devoured. And in a good church home, you're going to find solid leadership and doctrine from your pastor or your shepherd. My, our pastor does not like to even be called a pastor. He likes to be called a shepherd because as a shepherd, he's like, if you're in the mud, I, I'm going to get in there with you so we can, so we can, we got to get out. I got to help pull you out. And in Hebrews 13 and 17, it speaks about the importance of sound leadership and our need to submit to spiritual authority. Someone needs to be able to give account for your soul, Right? Having someone locally who is accountable for your soul is going to ensure that you are edified, that you're educated, and you're empowered to do what God has called you to do. In Ephesians 4, um, if you're a part of the society, we've been doing this study on why leadership is important. Yes, there are a lot of people who have taken this and they've manipulated it. Lil Lucy is really good at making counterfeits. However, that does not mean that leadership and having a church home is not good just because a good one is hard to find. So was a man and we don't never be giving up that. (laughs) We don't never be giving up that quest because in Ephesians, it talks about how the pastors, the evangelists, the um, apostles, the teachers, um, the prophets, they all are our cornerstones, but they are to equip us to go out and do what God has called us to do. So yeah, you're not going to go to hell for not having a church home, but you're missing out on the the beauty and the fruit of having a community and having sound leadership. Leadership and church are not bad. The enemy has just perverted these things to turn us off and to keep us isolated. Right? Like you need a local body of believers to help you get through the, the day-to-day life struggles. My church family is the bomb.com. And I've been to a church that wasn't the bomb.com. I've been a part of a church where my husband had community, but I did not have community in that church. All the women were a lot older than me, and I am an extroverted introvert. So if I don't really feel like this is a safe space for me to uh to to be myself, I I'm cool with not talking to nobody. I'm good. I will find something for me to do. <laughs> like um and I served in the church. And I like I was active. I was in the small groups, I served, but outside of hey girl, how you doing? Mm-mm. But my husband had real community. I used to bake these, I bake these cakes called honey bun cakes and like at one point the pastor was calling me cake lady. It was hilarious. But I was like, I would be shocked, honestly, if you knew my name past cake lady or Andre's wife. 
right? And so I've been a part of a church where I still didn't have community within the church. Now I'm at a phenomenal church and my church family is the bomb. They are my family. Okay. Like Miss Cindy, let me tell you something about Mama Cindy. One good hug. I don't even have to say much. One good hug. Baby girl, I'm a rap. Okay. There are so many people who are struggling spiritually, mentally, and emotionally because they lack this connection and a sense of community. Like even the disciples went out in pairs. Right? God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like, community is important. And so we cannot pull away from that and expect ourselves to flourish simply because we have some sense of community online. Because your church family, like, when you need a babysitter, I'm already, I've already told several people, like, hey, y'all, this baby that we waiting on God to give us, you, come on, babysitter, you, you, you. You, these are people that I know and trust because we're family and family isn't always perfect, right? Like, um, my first lady said this once, she's like, community is messy and people don't really like to talk about that. It's not always perfect. We don't always agree, but that's my family. Hey sis, I want to tell you about our new Prescription for Purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete and when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend another day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show. Like online community is fire. I'm telling y'all, I'm so grateful for the women that I've met online through being able to serve through the podcast. It's phenomenal. And also sometimes you need a hug, like a good hug. Sometimes you need somebody to watch your baby. Okay, my friend Rondell, baby, she do almost everybody here at church. Literally. Girl, Ron, did y'all hear? Yeah, girl, it's cute. (laughs) Yes. Community. Community. There is so much that you can build when you're a part of a body of local believers. Like the support is endless. Even look, I graduated with my doctorate in the middle of the pandemic. My church family threw me a solo graduation. Like my husband went to my pastor was like, yo, I want to throw Charlotte a graduation. She's like, not going to be able, they not having a ceremony, but this is her doctorate. Like my pastor did a whole exhortation. They had rows set up. They like, People, the people were serving food. Like it was crazy to me. I'm like, y'all, I'm about to cry. Just off the rip. It was so, it's a moment I will never forget. And we did it at the church. So no, you're not going to go to hell for not having a church home. But are you missing out on something? Yeah, you are. 
Now, to the second part of your question, what should you consider? My rule of thumb is that as long as there's nothing egregious going on, try a church for like three or four visits. And then just be prayerful every step of the way. There, if Holy Spirit tell you you go in there one time and you halfway through the service and Holy Spirit's like, you need to leave, get up and go. Okay? Get up and go. Or he may have you stay longer. And you have to be sensitive to that. So finding a church home is going to have to be something that's personal with you and Holy Spirit. I, I don't, there's no quick fix to that. I say give it at least a month of visits. Now, when we transitioned, I did an episode a while back called um, God Told Me to Leave That Church. Go back and listen to that. I'm going to even try to link it here in the show notes because it was so wild. I mean, like, I was just like, this doesn't make sense, right? Like, nobody had did anything to me at this church. Um, It just, I had this uneasiness in my spirit and God was like, it's time to go. And so I was obedient. And then ended up going to Rondell, who's a friend of mine, going to her elevation service at her church. We went, we heard Keith do his exhortation before the ceremony. And God said, this is your church home. It looked completely different from where we came from. Completely. And I told Andre, we got in the car. I said, I think this is our church. And girl, we literally came back the next week. So doing our own little rule, came back the next week. They were doing outreach for Christmas. We didn't need anything, so we just started helping. My friend Rondell go here, so like I'm going to just sit back here with her, hang out with her, help her. Yeah, and then we never left, and it's been almost four years. <laughs> like, straight up. That's how it worked. But that isn't always how it goes, but you have to remain sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Now, I know that finding a good church home is the part that can get discouraging. The enemy is very subtle. So you have to make sure that you are very prayerful, not even just in looking for a church home, but as you're there, continue to pray for leadership because what better war tactic would it be than for me to um, have you lay roots somewhere and the quote unquote leader is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Then you would swear off church, right? Some people even leave the faith altogether. That's what church hurt is. And that's why you have to be rooted in your relationship with God. When you're considering a good church home, you need to be able to double check their sound, their their doctrine to make sure that it's sound. Is the word being taught the way that God intended? That means that we are responsible for a level of study and discipline in our relationship with God, particularly around his word. Right? You don't have to know everything, but you should know how to check their work, right? And if you don't know how to check their work, sis, make sure you pick up the uh, sis, pick up your sword guide internal, like the strategies outline, all the scripture, all the things. You got it. It's in, it's all outlined in the, in the book and the journal. But the tools are going to help you have reputable sources to get the information that you need. And once you make sure that the doctrine is sound, Make sure that the the behavior of the leaders are in alignment with the fruits of the spirit. So we're not expecting perfection, but pay particular attention about how they handle situations that may not be favorable. How do they handle conflict? Because conflict is going to happen in community. 
Do they handle it with integrity? Right? Are the leaders held accountable when they misstep? There's so much scripture regarding like church conduct. Um, almost all of Paul's letters were to churches who were trying to figure out how to conduct themselves. So I always start say start with the fruits of the flesh um, in Galatians 5. So if gossiping is running rampant in the church and leadership ain't done nothing to eradicate it, I would be out. I would be out. Okay, if people are being dishonest and greedy, speaking negatively uh, um, across the pulpit about parishioners, I would be out immediately. Right. The most important thing is that you don't become so enamored, like with charisma, but you ask God on a consistent basis to reveal to you the heart of leadership. And if this is the space for you to be. Right. Above all else, God is going to give you the insight, the wisdom and the discernment to see the hearts of people. And that's why I'm telling you, nothing crazy happened at the church that I was at before. God just told me it was time to go. And I could not <laughs> understand why. And for a minute, I was rebuking myself because I'm like, oh, no, this devil tried to cause division. God's like, no, girl, I said the cloud is moving and you need to come, too. And so we have to make sure that we understand that sometimes when God shifts us into new places, it's not just because the leadership is bad. It could just be because God said it's time to go. Right. And so whenever you're in a space and you're feeling conflict, I would encourage you to submit it to God. This speaks to my home girl who said that she been she been asking God since 2019. Girl. If, if you're at a place of conflict, I, I would really go back to God. And most times, my, my first lady said this to me, most times when you're asking for um, clarity on something, God has already told you what to do. You're just looking for confirmation. Girl, this is your confirmation. God has already told you what to do. Go back and ask him again because he, he's already said what he said. Right? And so we need to understand that the scripture is real. So when God says, ask, seek, knock, ask and keep on asking, that's what you need to be ready to do. But I would even add, also be ready to obey when he tells you to leave your current church home, when he tell you to leave your job, when he tell you to leave anything else, right? We have to be submitted to God's leadership and positioning over our own limited thinking. That like that, that's the major key. Surrender to God and he will demonstrate to you and be very clear as to where you should go for leadership. Now, my last piece of advice is for both of you ladies, because both of y'all mentioned having kids. Okay. And when you're looking for a church home outside of the, the doctrine, outside of um, leadership, make sure that they actually have what you need practically. Right. So you want to that means that it as part of your search, if they don't have a children's church, it likely is not a place where you're going to be able to go. And then not only that, it's it's just a children's church. Ask them about their protocols. Are the children's church um, workers, are they background checked? Are they CPR certified? And then you need to be uh, prayerful and drop the babies off. Once, once you get the protocol and all that, drop them babies off. 
drop them off, sis. Because it gives them the opportunity to build relationship, friends, and to learn about God. They do some very appropriate children's church lessons um, at our church. I know because my husband serves in, in children's church. And the babies come out from the back with all the excitement about what they learned. So it gives them the opportunity to enjoy church, right? We normalize going to church for them. It's a a time for them to see their friends and to learn about Jesus. We're training them up in the way that they should go. And it also gives you the space to prioritize your spiritual health and well-being. It is not selfish, right? Like it's the time that you need so you can show up well as their mom. So if that means if that church doesn't have a children's church, so you can't go there, then that's where you can't go. Right? Remember that God is practical and he cares about every aspect of our lives, including the fact that our children are well cared for while we are at church. Like, children are a blessing. My first lady has said this. Children are a blessing, but they can be distractions. They can be distracting in service. And so you need a space for them to go and be edified in the word in a way that's age appropriate. Yeah, there are some times where we will close children's church. Like if when we did the elevation service for the mothers of the church, there are times where it's like, no, y'all also going to have to start getting exposed to coming in here and just having a seat. But if that's not like if you got a a four-year-old and a one-year-old, like let them babies go back there and have a time in the Lord. Because those are God's children. Right. So we can't we have to make sure that we use wisdom in prayer and make sure that the the protocols are in place to drop our children off at a safe space. But that baby going to be okay for the hot 30 to 60 minutes that you were in church. And you're going to be edified. So I pray that this answered y'all's questions. I love having this conversation because I, I really feel like it opens up the the door for us to navigate some of the nuances of Christian life, right? Like I highly encourage anybody to get into a good church home, even if you've had a bad experience, right? Remember that we seek God above all else. Like we're we're going to church to seek God. So if you ever ate at a bad restaurant and got food poisoning, you don't, you just don't go back to that restaurant, right? You don't stop eating food altogether because then you would die, right? There is so much life, love, and fruit that you're able to experience in local community and especially being in the local community that God has called you to. Go read the Acts of the Apostles. That's the full title of the book of Acts, y'all. Go read Acts. They were in community, giving to one another. We give like to the community. We come together. We have drive. Like there's so much just love in community and in fellowship. Lean on God and ask him to guide you on where you should be. Okay, be intentional about following whatever instruction he gives you. I'm excited for you to find your people, okay? And I will tell you from personal experience, it's not always easy. Community is not always easy, but I love my church family, right? Even when we don't see eye to eye, 
we could still love on one another because that's that's family. I hate to sound like uh, Fast and the Furious, but it's all about family. <laughs> it's all about family, girl. So that's it for this week's episode of the podcast. I pray that it blessed y'all and I pray that y'all are prayerful and also update me when you find your church home. Okay. I love y'all and I'll talk to you next week. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society society.com to start your two week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.